The important thing is to have multiple sources of funding. I saw a lot of people fail because they were over-reliant upon one source. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best flipping series ever. This is episode two in a four-part series in Last Sunday, we talked about how to find the best flipping deal ever and the best ever panelists gave you strategies and advanced strategies at that on how to make that happen. And today we're going to talk all about funding. And that seems to be the general question or two of the main questions that get asked from people who are starting the flipping process. And that is, how do I find the deals and how the heck do I fund the deals? So we're going to talk all about funding today and we're going to talk about funding from a next level standpoint, not just the traditional stuff that you've heard, but we're going to get into some specifics with these best ever panelists. So with that being said, before I introduce the best ever panelists who are joining us today and our seasoned experts in the flipping process, first, let's get a word from our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, The average patch of land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Okay, so first up... Nasser El-Arabi from Real Estate Duru. Nasser, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background in the flipping arena? Yes. Um, my name is uh, Nasser, and uh, basically I have my bachelor's degree, graduated from King University in New Jersey, and been in Charlotte for seven years. And um, I've been flipping. I flipped my first house in 2007. Uh, so I want to say I probably have about seven, eight years experience somewhat. And, um, I did the corporate thing for a little bit until I got fired September, 2012 and been full time ever since. And next up, we've got Justin Williams from house flipping HQ. How's it going? Yeah. So I've been uh, flipping houses for about eight years, flipped over 425, 450 houses around there doing about a hundred houses a year. Um, and it's all pretty much systematized. I believe in creating a business, not not just a job, even in real estate. And that's where I'm at. I uh, have a podcast, House of HQ, and HouseofHQ.com is my website. And Mike Hambright from FlipNerd.com. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mike Hambright, FlipNerd.com. Like you said, I have a podcast as well. And uh, uh, Justin was just on it. So that's probably going to be the, the best show we've ever had. 
Um, <laughs> you know, um, I started, I guess, about six years ago. Uh, I had kind of corporate refugee left um, left the corporate world and wanted to do my own thing, and um, we kind of dove right in. We, we bought about three hundred houses in the past uh, five or six years during that time, and from that uh, have evolved into coaching and rental property portfolio and uh, my podcast and a number of other things now. So have a fair bit of experience with lots of extra strategies, but have predominantly focused on uh, fixing and flipping or rehabbing. And Doug Cochran from our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Hey, Joe, how you doing? It's good to be back. Um, my background is uh, I am the uh, senior uh, underwriter um, at Patch of Land. Uh, I've got uh, over 20 years experience in real estate. Started out as a flipper, uh, an originator, an underwriter, uh, project manager for construction site. So I come back with a, a pretty vast knowledge uh, of uh, uh, of the industry um, to help us out here at Patch of Land. So let's start with you, Doug, and then we'll work our way backwards. What is the best ever? And I know you're going to be completely objective in this, <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't be working there if you didn't wholeheartedly believe in the process. And because I, I know you've, I've known you long enough to, you know, wholeheartedly believe that that's true. So what is the best ever way to fund your flip? Well, the best ever way is uh, through crowdfunding. Um, uh, Patch of Land is a debt-based real estate crowdfunding company. Um, and what we do is uh, we originate the loans. We underwrite them in-house. Uh, we pre-fund the deals, which is uh, uh, one of the major uh, advantages of working with a company like ours, uh, so that the borrower can get the money at closing and get to work on their project. Uh, after that, then we uh, put the deal up on our site um, for our investors to come in and uh, participate in the project. Um, so the biggest thing with us is our pre-funding uh, mechanism. So it doesn't delay our developers to get out there, get their properties and get to work on their properties uh, as opposed to waiting for the crowd to come back and, and uh, uh, fill the, fill the project first and then close. So um, that's my unbiased opinion. Well, when you started out, you were a flipper, as you mentioned. How did you find your deals initially when you were first starting out? Through uh, uh, JV, uh, through uh, family, friends, coworkers who uh, wanted to get in on the deals with me. They would, uh, you know, typically they would put up the funds and I would, I would do all the legwork. Uh, I was finding the deals and uh, uh, overseeing the renovations, uh, swinging the hammers myself, doing all the work, uh, and then uh, splitting, the prop, you know, splitting the profits 50-50. So kind of, uh, you know, doing it a bit old school. And what were the pros and cons to doing the JV approach? Well, obviously, uh, you know, the, the pros were, you know, there were people that you knew uh, and you could explain the deals to them. And, the, the you know, uh, uh, they had cash available. Uh, one of the big cons is that they had limited cash available. Um, and, you know, so I could only do so many deals at a time, uh, or expand my network of, of, uh, JV partners that, and also that they were taking quite a bit of equity, uh, 50% typically. Uh, whereas if you can, uh, you know, find a, uh, better source of capital, uh, through crowdfunding, private money, hard money, whatever, um, it's, it's cheaper. It's, it's definitely cheaper money to, uh, 
you know, pay interest and points and things like that and keep most of the profits yourself. Mike, what are some of the best ever ways to fund deals? You know, um, nobody paid me to say this. I have not actually used crowdfunding before, but I, what what I was going to say is the important thing is to have multiple sources of funding because, uh, you know, at the time I came in, it was when the market was starting to tank. It was just about to start kind of tanking there. And I saw a lot of people fail because they were over-reliant upon one source of capital. And I think that's one of the exciting things about crowdfunding is it's effectively rolling up lots of different uh, people's money. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, without saying any one source, I mean, I use local banks. I use some uh, friend and family money, private money. Um, I primarily do that to keep rates. You know, I have very low rates, which... I'm blessed to have, but I do think it's important to have uh, multiple sources of financing because, you know, there's nothing worse than subconsciously being afraid to get a deal because you're not sure how you're going to fund it. And I think to be successful in this business, you have to be, you have to have ultimate confidence that if you see a deal, you can do it like right now and say, I, I commit to it and know that you got your financing there. So that's why I think it's important to have, you know, multiple multiple sources just in case something happens. What are low rates in your mind? Help me understand what that means. You know, I tend to pay, you know, 6%, five and a half to 6% and generally, you know, no points. Um, so relatively low compared to, you know, hard money or things like that for sure. Justin Williams, what are what some of the best ever ways to fund your deals? Mike Cambright's funding at five to six percent. <laughs> For you, my anyway. friend, fourteen and four. <laughs> so, uh, so I just wrote down a little calendar of my journey. I started investing in two thousand seven, and two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and two thousand nine, I did nothing but wholesaling, and I think that's important because that is a way to fund deals. It may not be, you know, someone else may be taking down the deal, but it is funding, and I work with so many students who are so worried about the capital. I'm like, look, lock up the property. If you can't find the funding, wholesale it. Okay. So that is the way to get your deals funded. So I did that for the first three years. In 2010, I started doing a little bit of private money on some actual fix and flips. And then in 2011, when I started doing higher volume, I had to get, I found a JV partner, someone who had millions of dollars who could basically help me fund anything I, I needed. Just kind of like Doug mentioned, it's like this individual actually had plenty of capital, but I had to give up a big chunk of money. So once I got to the point where I didn't rely on him as much, I didn't need him as much, I didn't have to give up that much in 2011 and 12, uh, 2012 and 13. And, and so on forward, I got more into hard money because I could cover some of that gap funding or I had more private money lenders. And I started, so I started doing a combination of all these things. And then kind of throughout, you know, 2000, the last few years, I've done a lot of creative financing as well. Um, you know, so we'll focus on making a cash offer, trying to get uh, a combination of hard money, private money, or my own funds. And if we just can't quite get there, then we'll try to work out a terms deal where it's seller financed. We buy the house subject to, and that makes up the gap of what they need to make the deal work and them helping fund it and has helped us purchase on average about 10 houses more per year for the last three years. So those are all the different um, sources I use. Nasser, what are some of the best ever ways to fund deals? Just starting out in your real estate investing uh, journey, flipping houses, you're probably going to pay a higher cost for money. And um, for the, the people just uh, starting out, I would say it will be hard money lenders. And just starting out, there will be uh, down payments involved. 
So you might want to be prepared for that because people don't know your skill level. And my particular situation, when I started out, my friends and family did not have uh, private. I didn't have any private money resources. So I had to use the hard money lenders uh, locally who watched me uh, work up through the ropes of wholesaling and said, hey, look, um, you've been in business, you're staying around. So. I want to I want to lend your money. I want to lend you money on your uh, when you start rehabbing. So therefore, I would say get out and build those relationships in your real estate investing community, uh, your RIA, your meetup groups, and find out who's lending, and you know just build those relationships. It's not going to happen overnight, um, but once those people get comfortable with you, they wouldn't mind um, lending you money. Um, just be prepared to pay. Uh, you know, hard money rates, which can be anywhere between 13 and 18 percent, uh, five points or four points. And um, these are short. These are short term loans. So don't really focus on the interest rate because just make sure you have the proper exit strategy. The interest rate is not really a big factor as long as you have the proper exit strategy. I've got one other follow up question, and that's going to be. Uh, what is something that the best ever listeners would find surprising about the funding process? But before you all answer that, first, a quick word from our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Could you do more deals if you had more money and didn't have to waste time looking for financing? Are you ready to scale your real estate business and do more deals? Well, let's make that happen. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is ready to fund your next deal. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that has thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Find out more at patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com. All right, Nasser, what is that answer to that question? What is something that the best ever listeners would find surprising about the funding process with the flip? Uh, I'm going to say you'll be surprised who has money and who don't. And it's usually the the guy that sits in the corner, always wears the same thing, drives the raggedy pickup truck, but <laughs> he's funding your quarter million dollar deal. And it's like, wow. And you come to find out this particular individual is loaded and been watching you the whole time. So, I mean, that would be one of the surprises. So with that being said, don't judge people. Let everybody know you're a real estate investor because you never know who has money and where they have it at. And they will love to invest with people like us. Justin from House Flipping HQ, same question. So I think people would be surprised at how easy it is to get funding. Um, I've said it before, but basically if you get good at locking up properties, like the money will follow the deal. Like you'll always get the funding, whether it's through um, someone like myself who will buy that project from you and pay you a fee or a private money lender or a hard money lender. Um, you know, the, the money is there. And once you people take you a lot more seriously, once you actually have a physical house, I mean, I could call a bunch of my friends and family and say, hey, will you give me some money and for what? Uh, for this house. So where's the house? Oh, I haven't bought it yet. Have you done any? No, nothing. Right. But if I have this house that I can say, here's the house, here's how much I need from you. It's going to be recorded. There's going to be a deed of trust or mortgage recorded against it. You're going to be secured. Here's the LTV. If anything happens to me, or I don't pay. You get the house. It's a lot easier to wrap their brain around something they can touch, see, fill. Right. Um, so I think the, the biggest surprise is money is not hard to get. Get out there, focus on getting deals and the money will come. 
Mike Cambright from Flip Nerd, same question. Biggest surprise. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I hate to just kind of replicate what these guys have said, but I think that uh, kind of playing on both of what uh, Nasser and um, Justin both said is there's a lot of money out there. And I think that from a private money perspective, I think that a lot of real estate investors um, get in the situation where they are comparing their options to hard money and I think they start to assume, well, that's kind of the going rate and therefore, you know, I probably need to pay something close to that or maybe I can get it for a little bit less. But the reality is that there's a lot of private money, people that have money that are not, that have never funded a real estate deal before, that their next best alternative is, you know, seven tenths of 1% in a CD. And, um, and it's boring too because it just kind of sits there. Like there's a lot of people that are, you know, maybe older, have access to capital, and just you know include them a little bit in the process of, hey, we're going to buy this house, you know, on this side of town, and we're going to do this to it, and I'll send you pictures as we progress along the way, just to kind of entertain them a little bit. And I just I think there's money out there that people are willing to lend at a very very small fraction of hard money rates, just because they really don't have a next best alternative. And lastly, Doug from Patch of Land, same question. Um, I, I think these guys really all kind of hit it on the head. I was shaking my head at each one of them. <laughs> um, you know, each one had a, a valid point. You know, never uh, uh, you know judge a book by its cover. You know, let everybody know what you do and what you're looking for. Uh, there is a lot of money out there, and uh, uh, that, that's a big surprise to a lot of people. And uh, and then also, uh, you know, what what uh, what Mike was saying as far as, uh, you know, it's about educating people. Uh, people do have, uh, you know, some money to, to, to spare that they can, you know, uh, get a better return uh, than putting it into a CD and stuff like that. So it's a matter of just, it's, it's getting the word out there and educating people. Doug, Doug, I'm thoroughly upset with you because you've been you've been on my show before, and you know that at the end I summarize everything because I'm taking notes, but you just summarize everything, so I don't have anything to say. <laughs> you've taught me well. Yeah, exactly. This is why I don't have repeat guests on the show because they steal my thunder. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I I think you you summarized it perfectly, and you know it's interesting to hear. You know, the strategies for how each of you approach funding and the overlap. And, you know, one of the one of the additional takeaways that I got was something that Mike said, and that is just make sure that we have multiple sources of funding and really, you know, learning from 2008. And, you know, whenever he was really you know, getting into the business and knowing how to get that type of money uh, from multiple sources so that we're, we're not reliant on one. And then also, as Nasser was saying, you know, the, the raggedy pickup truck might gentleman or, or lady might be the, the person who's going to be funding your multi-million dollar luxury flip. And uh, also how Justin talked about how he progressed in his career. So from a best ever listener standpoint, if I'm sitting in my chair or in my in my car on my way to work and I'm listening to this and I'm not into I haven't done my first flip, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I I do have all these options where I just need to focus on the actual property and relationships, property and relationships, relationships from a relationship with people like Justin and Mike and Nasser and and Doug, and uh, also, you know, property in terms of finding the actual deal, because finding the deal and locking it up 
and then figuring out how to kind of solve the the challenge from there. And I think most of the successful people that I speak to on this show, regardless of if they're flipping or if they're raising money for apartments or if they're buying storage units, they say, learn as much as you can, but then don't let that stop you to actually take action, then just do it. And then you'll figure out the rest and figure it out on the fly. So with, with that being said, thank you. And Doug, do you have something else? I do actually, uh, just uh, real quickly, when it kind of it kind of wraps up a lot of what what uh, has been said. Although I'm not going to steal your thunder. <laughs> Too late for that. Is um, you know when when you are working with multiple uh, lenders and, and people, a lot of that it's not just rates. It's also uh, you know considering you know how much down do you have to have? What's the ARV? Things like that. What are the lending parameters? Will help you you know find the right type of uh, uh, lender. Uh, you know, for your deals. That's why it is good to have multiple sources as well. Um, but it's, you know, you know, I know we kind of focus a little on rates and things like that, but it, it's a lot about, you know, what, what kind of guidelines are, uh, you know, are lenders comfortable at that. And that probably has to do with the type of deal that you have so that you can be flexible, not only with, as you said, rates, but, you know, if, if it's more of a short-term flip or a longer-term flip or however you can crunch the numbers so it makes sense, right? Right. And every, every lender has different parameters, you know, as far as length, uh, LTV, ARV, all that kind of stuff. And again, as, uh, you know, even Mike was saying, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's progressive. You know, when you're starting out, there, there's less options available to you. Uh, you know, as you as you grow in your business, uh, more options become available. Money becomes cheaper to you, that kind of thing. So it's it's a you know you should be in it for a career uh, and for the long term, and, and to always be uh, you know looking for alternative sources to increase your business. And I know that's what any seasoned lender will want to hear that you are in it for a business, and it's not just like a one-off hobby. Uh, and I, I think regardless of where, where you're getting the income or the money from, the capital from, to fund your deal, they're going to want to know that. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone. And you know, thanks so much for sharing your best ever advice with the best ever panelists on this and how to fund your deals. And next week, best ever listeners, we're going to give you advanced strategies on how to fix your flipping property. So this group will be ready and raring to go and give you all the the tips that they've learned from their extensive amount of experience. So till then, I hope you have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever. 